You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Today's poll question brings us to where we're going right now. Should John Fetterman's stroke recovery be covered more by empathy or objectivity? You know there's been tremendous blowback against NBC's Dasha Burns because of her interview with Fetterman. And really, it was the preamble with Lester Holt that I think is what offended so many people. The beginning of the interview, it sounded this way. In Pennsylvania, now considered a toss-up, our Dasha Burns spoke with Democrat John Fetterman in his first in-person sit-down interview since he suffered a stroke. And Dasha, this was not a typical candidate interview. No, Lester, because of his stroke, Fetterman's campaign required closed captioning technology for this interview to essentially read our questions as we ask them. And Lester, in small talk before the interview, without captioning, it wasn't clear he was understanding our conversation. That's really the line. Wasn't wasn't clear that he was understanding our conversation. Selena Zito is covering the race like no one else, driving all across the Commonwealth and all across the country. In the 2016 election cycle, she interviewed 22 presidential candidates, both Democrats and Republicans. She has interviewed every president and vice president in the 21st century. You can find her work at the Washington Examiner and at the New York Post. She's the author of The Great Revolt and joins me now, driving in points unknown. Hi, Selena. Thank you so much for coming and speaking at the unconvention. Oh, thank you. I had a really great time. It was a fascinating panel, and it prompted me to write a story this week about um, Pennsylvania's funky primary process and how we got there. No doubt. Uh, I really appreciate your work and appreciated your sentiments. So, first of all, where are you driving? I can faintly hear the windshield wipers. I'm so sorry about that. No, no, no. Um, You're doing your job. I am I am near the uh, Pennsylvania-Ohio border in, Be- in Beaver County, Pennsylvania, uh, heading into Columbiana County. I'm going to an event in Portage County, Ohio, uh, that J.D. Vance is doing. And then I'm heading over to Niles, Ohio, uh, the birthplace of a president, McKinley, but also where uh, where Tim, Tim Ryan lived. Nice. So on the subject of Pennsylvania, what did you make or what do you make of the controversy surrounding the NBC interview with Fetterman? There's absolutely nothing controversial about this. And let me back up for a second. This has been an incredibly difficult race for me to cover. I have known John Fetterman since 2005. Uh, when you cover someone that often, 
um, since uh, as a Pittsburgh Tribune Review reporter at the time. When you come on cover someone that often and that prominent in in your region, you you begin to develop a relationship, uh, and, and it's one based on give and take, and also understanding what they're doing and what they're trying to achieve. However, I still have to do my job, and and and. I will tell you the first critical story that I had to write for him, I struggled over absolutely every word because we're only human. However, our job is to give voters all the information they are, 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 I shouldn't say entitled to, but deserve before an election. People can vote for whoever they want. I don't think anything Dasha said uh, was out of school, anybody, anyone that has gone to a Fetterman event, has seen John Fetterman, nothing she said was false. He cannot have a conversation. I see it on the, on the um, rope line every time. The people try to talk to him and he can't talk back because he doesn't understand it. He's been up front with the problem, what the problem he says it is, although I believe that he should be more transparent with his medical records, not because he's this person and or that person, but because we have a great history of that in our state. If you remember, Arlen Specter had a brain aneurysm. He had open heart surgery, triple bypass surgery, I'm sorry, and Hodgkin's disease twice. And every time that he underwent some sort of medical uh, uh, condition, that was he had doctors side by side to him answering reporters. The same for Bob Casey Sr., the um, the late governor. He had a liver and heart transplant while he was governor, and we received updates from the doctors almost daily. That's an excellent point. I pointed out yesterday that that Fetterman put himself in this position to a limited extent by not initially being forthcoming about the underlying cardiomyopathy. People say, well, it was only a two-day delay before he was forthcoming about the fact that he had a stroke. And I said, yeah, but it was it was the final weekend of the primary. I'm not saying it would have altered the outcome, but all the more reason why he should have been more forthcoming. And then finally, the story kind of came out in, in dribs and uh, and drabs. Yesterday, Selena, when I said some of the things that you're saying today, people accused me of ableism. They said, well, you know, would you say the same? Go ahead. You respond. You know the charge. Respond to it. I think how and if you dare to criticize or question something about a candidate in particular, and this makes me really sad, in particular, if it's a Democrat, the uh, the swarming that reporters are receive because of that is I think it's unconscionable. I feel incredibly bad. For Dasha, I have seen her on the on the trail. She is a very good reporter. She is very in, in, even-handed, and she's very dispassionate. All the qualities you want from a reporter, and and I think that that this is is unconscionable. Okay, so here's another criticism from listeners uh, to the program. They said, well, Michael, there's nothing cognitive wrong with him. This is simply a processing issue. First of all, how would you have responded to that? And then I'll tell you how I responded. We don't know that. We, we don't, don't know, know that. The, That's exactly what I we said. Don't, we, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. And why are you not telling us? I mean, and and I will be absolutely honest. I think John Fetterman's problems are be. First of all, we're not talking about his heart. 
the heart condition is what led to his stroke. What is the condition of his heart? He went five years without that being addressed, but without a, a serious heart condition um, being addressed. So I think there's two health issues that we have not sort of, um, of addressed in the public. And the person that, by the way, I think this is a very nuanced and important piece of information. The person that, uh, that released the letter, the doctor uh, that released the letter, the cardiologist, um, that said that he was, should be okay, he, he said he should be okay. We don't know. Um, it was his heart doctor. It wasn't the doctor that treated his stroke. So, again, there are so many granular things that are not being addressed, and, and, and a lot has, has to do with there's so much information coming at us. So but I think what, the, larger, yeah. the other problem Fetterman faces is just if you look at the New York Post story that I did from Braddock. Yep, I did. His accomplishment. The crime. Yeah, the crime issue. Well, in, in just talking to people up and down the street, you know, I didn't cherry pick people. I talked to everybody. That story was a basis on consensus, not a basis on like, cherry picking people. Right. But his but his narrative that he's been successful in selling a narrative, by the way, we're going to hammer Oz in a minute. okay? because Oz to me is a charlatan who is not a Pennsylvanian. But just to wrap up on Fetterman, he has successfully sold this meme that he turned that town around. And your reporting and of course I and I read it and I and I distributed it in my newsletter is belied by the facts. Yeah, I mean, it's not me saying it. It's the people that live in Braddock. You know, I, I ran into another reporter when I was down there, and she said to me, I, I thought I was coming to Charming Gritty. This is not Charming Gritty. Right. This is bad. Right. And and all you have to do is drive down Braddock Avenue from one end to the other, and and you, you can see that. And I think that his attendance record as mayor, his accomplishments as mayor, but also his attendance in his current position before he even had the stroke as a lieutenant governor have not been dissected properly. Why is that the case? Because everyone bought into the glossy 3,000-page word stories about the guy that looks different and he saved this, this rust belt down. And, you know, right. it, me, it seems yeah. to me that every reporter's favorite color is rust. And and they and they and they want to write about these gritty stories. However, you really need to dig into them to find the true story. There's a great New York Times story written in 2011 that I thought also captured exactly what I captured last week. So how do you see this in the next less than four weeks? A lot of people already voting. The debate between them is not until October 25th. I think that the candidate that makes the most compelling closing argument to the voters is the one that wins. So the onus is on both of them. I, w- I, will, I will say that I was extremely um, um, skeptical of Dr. Oz when he first ran. I, I thought that it, it was all uh, a sort of game. However, having spent about 3,000 miles on the road with him, I have seen someone that has matured into a good candidate, someone that actually goes into the black neighborhoods, into the rural areas. And it's not for photo ops because I'm telling you, no reporter ever shows up. John Fetterman sneezes and there's 32. 
Oz's but when, response. But when Oz goes somewhere, no, yeah, there's Oz, no one. I'm always like half the time. I'm the only one there. Oz's response to Fetterman's health issue was sophomoric and ridiculous initially. Uh, when they were trying to lure Fetterman into more debates, I thought that they were demeaning of Fetterman's condition. But that, too, has changed. I mean, I think Oz has become yes. more of an adult on the campaign trail. Yes. I, as w- walking through Parade Street, um, and I hope people read that story at SelenaZito.com in the black community in Parade Street. I, he reminded me of Tom Ridge in, in the um, late 1990s and how he, as a Republican, went into these black neighborhoods and didn't go there for a photo, but spent hours and hours developing relationships, but also listening to their problems. And I, and I outside of Josh Shapiro, I've seen the, either two uh, statewide candidates, Doug Mastriano or John Fetterman, doing the same thing. They're just not. Selena, can I hit you with a theory before I let you get back on the road? The worse yeah, that Matt, okay, the the worse that Matt, and you tell me if my view of our Commonwealth is dated. I think of our Commonwealth as a ticket splitting area. I think of voting for Absolutely. for the real Bob Casey and voting for John Hines and Arlen Specter, or bring that yeah. full circle where you've got Wolf and you've got Toomey from different parties. So the theory is the worse Mastriano does, the better it is for Oz because a Pennsylvanian goes in there and they say, "I can't vote for this Mastriano. He's he's too extreme for me. Damn it! I don't want to be voting, you know, for all Democrats." So in the Fetterman versus uh, Oz race, I'm going to go for Oz. I'm going for Josh Shapiro, and I'm going yeah. for Dr. Oz. Absolutely. You'd be surprised at how many Oz, Oz Shapiro signs I have seen in people's yards. Look, we are a stage that voted for Al Gore and Rick Santorum in the same year in 2000. And in 2020, Great point. Great point. Joe, Joe Biden won this state. However, if you look down ballot, Republicans won, with the exception of Josh Shapiro, state, two statewide row office races that they had, they had zero money for, state house races they weren't even investing in, and, and along with state Senate seats, they held the Bucks County uh, Fitzgerald uh, Fitzpatrick seat and the uh, Dauphin County um, Perry seat, and they were supposed to lose those seats by six or seven points. Right. We we split our vote in the state. We always have. Right. Biden won in what was otherwise a good cycle for Republicans. It was a, great, it was a red wave that nobody right. talked about. Nobody talks about. Damn it, you're good. I mean, oh, my God. I did. <laughs> Selena, I can't thank you enough. Come back one time before before it's all wrapped up in the next four weeks. I know how busy you are, okay? Absolutely. As long as you don't mind windshields. Not um, at all. Uh, you're hustling. That's what we love about you. You're out there. You're working. You're working. I'm sitting on my can talking about it. You're doing it. Thank you. Well, if I can get a shameless plug and have people go to selenazito.com to read my work, I would be really happy. Oh, I just did it. Selena, selenazito.com. By the way, I'm putting in all my social media your work, and I, I do every time I see it. So thank you, Selena. Drive safely. Thanks. Bye-bye. com. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Okay. Now, she, now, boy, now, what do you say, TC? <laughs> no, no. Now, what do you say, TC? What do I say? Yeah, because all, no, all week when I'm at home and I'm saying these things that you heard from Selena, you're like fighting back on every single one of them. I am, what are you talking about? Yes, I'm you are. fighting back on I have lots of I have lots of witnesses. Wow. Yes. Okay. You're really but going when you there, hear it, you? But That's when, great. Yes, I am. But yes. when you hear it from Selena, you know, now Michael, what? The issue that I have with you is not about the health and it's not about the charlatan. It's not about any of that. What I've been protesting you is the tattoo issue. That is what I've been protesting you. So don't go there because I will bring it back to you. Okay. I'm pro tat. I'm pro ankle tat. Okay. I'm pro thigh tat. Wow. What? I am just not. You're not for arm tats? You got an arm arm issue? It's the calf. Right. It's, yes, it's all right, I'm it's done with you. It's the forearm. Okay, okay, thank you. Likewise. I'm truly Likewise. Done with you. I uh, see what it, what did you want to tell me? Uh, I just want to tell you that my father is now producing the show and would like to point out a headline that has to do with North Carolina because they're in Raleigh. Headline. What's Woody got? Woody has this. Man sues Texas Pete because the hot sauce is made in North Carolina. So uh-huh. a, Cal- a California man is suing Texas Pete hot sauce. His name's Philip White because it's made in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So he's alleging false advertising and mislabeling Hmm. and stating that the company labeled the product from Texas because the state is, quote, known for its quality cuisine, spicy food and hot sauce in particular, and that he would not have paid so much for it if he knew it did not come from Texas. Now, the story behind Texas Pete's name is not a secret. It's posted for the public to see on the company's website. The Hmm. founder, Sam Garner, named the sauce Texas Pete partly because of his son's nickname and because of the spicy cuisine Texas is known for. What is your legal opinion on whether this suit holds merit? 
my legal opinion is I reject the way in which you are saying cuisine. Oh, I do say it um, uh, strangely. And, what is and the proper further, way to further, say it? Wait, say it again. Say it again. Cuisine. 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 And furthermore, cuisine. if the if the litigation is successful, I have two more cases for this person to take on. What are they? One of them, uh, Arizona iced tea. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with Arizona. I might be mistaken. And then the third one that pops into my head is Philadelphia brand cream cheese. I don't think Philly cream cheese has anything to do with Philadelphia. Arizona iced Just tea saying. is made in Woodbury, New York. Okay. And, and what about funny, Philadelphia cream cheese? I don't know about Philadelphia cream cheese, but funny story about that. In mm. Norway, where my sister Christy lives, they call that Philadelphia. In other words, she'll say, do you want a bagel with Philadelphia? And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's what they call it in Norway. Norwegians right. call cream cheese Philadelphia. Any other family members you, you wish to work in or can I get back to the phones? No, Colbert and Mary are fine. Thanks for asking. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. This is Peter in Washington. Hey, Peter, quick reaction to my conversation with Selena Zito. Hi. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay, so my my first and only comment on this particular uh, conversation that you've had is I would vote for a donkey before I vote for Oz. And the reason for that is, and I don't care if, if that donkey could speak, if it could comprehend, if it could even understand where it was when it's sitting in its Senate seat. Because Mitch McConnell has said 
if the if the Republican Party takes over the Senate, he is going to make sure that President Biden will fail in in the last six years of his administration, and that alone is a reason to vote for Democrats, regardless of whether they're competent or not. And I think that any of the Democrats uh, that are running are equally as competent as Herschel Walker. Well, so I was just going to say it's the same type of logic that Republicans for Herschel Walker apply to that race. Conversely, they want to stop Biden. They don't care about the competence, intellect, maybe even ethics of who they'll vote for. It's tribalism. But I I would tell you it's the same type of tribalism that is causing Democrats in Pennsylvania to not be willing to listen to what Selena Zito just said. By the way, Peter, thank you so much. Selena Zito just said, you know, let me slow down. I'm here behind a microphone 15 hours a week, and I've spoken a great deal about Pennsylvania, and I voiced my frustrations with you about the inferiority of both of these candidates, in my opinion. I read a great deal. I watch them, but I'm not out on the road. She like her windshield wipers really were audible because all she does is live out of her car and drive the Commonwealth and Ohio and a lot of other states. And you heard her say she's been at the Fetterman events. She's watched him up close work the rope line. And there are issues there. And then on the issue of, well, are they simply processing issues or are they understanding issues that are more indicative of some type of a cognitive issue? She said to you the exact same thing that I said yesterday. We don't know. We don't know. The best thing that John Fetterman could do, the best thing that that Dr. Oz could do for the Commonwealth and the country get out there and debate more than once. What a disgrace. She referenced you know, the history of Pennsylvania and her memory is the same as mine, not only on ticket splitting, but also of the tradition of getting out and having multiple debates. There ought to be three of them, at least. Now there won't be. And and by the way, Fetterman might regret it. He might regret it because if the race takes a turn for Oz, they'll be replaying in Democratic circles the strategy of, of you know, being sort of the Biden candidate of, of riding it out in the in the basement. And let Trump go out there and, and make all the mistakes. Todd, quickly in Pennsylvania, you most wanted to say what? I believe that one of the reasons you're seeing so much support on the Democratic side is because the Democrats have made a calculation that even if Fetterman is physically not up to the job, and I don't think he is, Shapiro's going to beat Massio like a drum. He's going to blow him out of the water. So once Fetterman wins, he can step down and be replaced by a Democratic governor who will select a Democratic Senate candidate. Yeah, interesting so observation. Way, yeah, have just to win, win it, and and let Shapiro pick the uh, pick the successor. It's a very interesting observation. I don't I don't discount what you just said. Well, anyway, that's the poll question. Go to smirconish and cast a ballot on it. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.